Welcome to our new show, the Amplified Marketing Podcast, where we get into the challenges that content marketers face, and we look at the brands who are already knocking down obstacles and raising the quality of their content with a little something that we call Amplified Marketing. It's what we've practiced and preached here at Casted from the very beginning, how to create the most meaningful content and then get the most traction from that content by ringing it out and amplifying it across all channels. In these interviews for our first season, we recorded them all as part of a very, very special event to officially kickstart this new approach to content marketing. And we dive into the components of amplified marketing, the strategies that work best, and we reveal just how much of an impact this new approach can have on your business. But we also explore all the ways that amplified marketing makes life easier and more efficient for the content marketers out there who, like so many of us, are struggling to be creative and relevant and cut through all that noise out there. This is where the real change begins. I'm Lindsay Chepkema, CEO and co-founder of Casted, the first and the only amplified marketing platform for B2B marketers. And this is our new podcast. Experiments are not just good for science. You know that, right? I mean, they're, they're kind of critical to content marketing too. Think about it. Your audience's preferences aren't stagnant. I mean, we're all part of audiences and we know that our needs change, need variety, preferences change. And part of a brand's purpose is to recognize when these shifts and these changes happen. My guests today are masters of listening to each of their audiences, all of the different subsectors. Drift. Drift was one of the first brands to really go all in on content streams around recorded conversations, which is really one of the pillars of Amplified Marketing. On today's show, content marketing extraordinaires Molly Sloan and Elizabeth Hillfrank discuss how Drift not only experimented early on and incorporated video and podcasts into their overall strategy, but also how they kept a close eye on each of their shows, each different type of content's audience, how they've found riches in those niches, and how they've gone all in to create multiple shows for different evolving audiences, and how they've shifted over time. For instance, Elizabeth Elizabeth's running four shows at the moment, including a new one, which we're really excited about, which, which you'll hear the excitement in this show. It's called Pipeline. It's hosted by the returning Drift alum, Dave Gerhardt, one of the original conversational content creators. In this special season, in this special session from this recent Amplify event that we did to kick off Amplified Marketing, Molly and Elizabeth explore all the ways that Drift puts their audience first from mining that rich content from the expert's brain, how Molly and Elizabeth promote that and tap into it and access it and amplify their content to reach all of those people, all those different niches um, waiting for that episode. And it all started with an experiment. Hi everyone, I'm Molly Sloan. I work at Drift and I am the manager of content marketing and I'm really sitting on the media side of the content team and that means that I look over the blog, our whole podcast program and our newsletter program. 
Hi, I'm Elizabeth. I'm a content marketing manager at Drift. I report to Molly for the media side of our content team. Specifically, I work on our Drift podcast network, which includes four shows like The American Dream, Operations, Growth, and Pipeline. Awesome. So I'm so excited that you're here because Drift is no stranger to um, audio and video content. I think everyone that's watching and listening today um, is aware of the incredible podcast that you've done and a lot of the video stuff that you've done and, 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 and has experienced your <laughs> events. So I'm, I'm so excited to get into it and kind of peek behind the scenes a little bit. So let's, let's hear a little bit about the importance of audio and video from you in your marketing strategy. Yeah, so I think some background is I came from the video team, so I have been at Drift for three years now, and the first two and a half were spent on the video team. So when I came, when Drift was about half the size, video was already a huge priority, and it pretty much has been since the start of Drift. That's something that our co-founders were very passionate about because we believe a lot in um, showing the person behind the product and making the B2B SaaS world a bit more personable and audio and video is the perfect way to do that. I love that. It's, and it's true. It's so important. Everybody's talking about, which I'm happy about, you know, business being more human and the more human we can make our brands and the more personable and more relatable, it, it breeds trust and I think so many people have already known that for a long time, but I'm glad that that's actually becoming more of the common narrative. Um, so yeah, that's, that's exciting to hear. So um, tell me about how audio and video is actually used throughout the business. I think a lot of us on the outside experience it through, you know, listening to your podcast, watching your shows, attending your events, but like, let's hear it behind the scenes. Like what role does it actually play um, throughout the business? Yeah, I think audio and video is pretty much everywhere in our company. So um, we have the Drift Video product that we use a lot for asynchronous uh, feedback, kind of instead of meetings, sending those out. I sent a GIF this morning actually showing someone how to upload their video podcast to the Casted platform. Um, so we do a lot, a lot with that. Um, we have our big company meetings Monday morning and Friday afternoon. And now that we have people kind of all over the world, we're uploading videos. So the people in London don't have to be on at like midnight on a Friday giving a presentation, but they can just upload a video. So um, we've had podcasts in the past that were just internal facing. Um, so it's everything we do internal. We also do external. We're very much practicing what we preach for sure. That's awesome. And I think it is important for sure for people who are in you know, Europe or APAC to be able to be um, involved and in the conversation in, in the time that works for them, but also for the person who's across the street, but has a conflict, you know, like a legit mm -hmm. conflict with whatever's happening at that time and, or wants to go back and re-listen to it later. And so that's one of the valuable things about capturing those moments, um, be it external marketing, but also internal. It's, it's really, really important to be able to capture those and repurpose them um, later. So that's awesome. So, okay. So 
how about, let's, let's talk about podcasting and all the different shows, all the different audiences that they reach. I know Molly, when we talked in the early days, I mean, I, I was so excited about what you were doing because you had this show that was reaching this specific body too. You had this umbrella of, of audience members. And it was like, okay, we're going to do this because this really speaks to these people. And then we have this person who's an expert in this area who can really speak to these people. So tell me about, um, the role that, podcasting and these shows really plays in your overall content marketing strategy and your overall, I guess we could call it amplified marketing strategy. Um, tell me about kind of the role and maybe that, that it plays in total. And then maybe we can get into some of the, the individual shows. Yeah. I mean, podcasting has been part of Drift's content strategy, I think from the beginning, definitely before I joined like three years ago, it, it we were early adopters, you know, our OG show Seeking Wisdom was something, you know, our founder got on the bandwagon early and saw the value and it was, you know, no turning back from there. Um, and I think just along the way we found, um, I love this line that we were talking about earlier, the riches and the niches, like mm-hmm. we've definitely found our audience along the way, you know, um, we've had people, we basically the way that like once Seeking Wisdom took off, we ended up having um, auditions for hosts at Drift. You know, people would pitch our leadership team, our marketing leadership team, DC, our founder who had that show Seeking Wisdom, their idea for like the next Drift podcast. And from there, we got three different shows geared at very different audiences, but all ultimately were helping build the drift brand and reaching different people in, in, in different niches. So we had, we still have this show that's geared towards operations. We have another show called growth that is geared more towards product managers and growth marketers. Um, we had a show called build that was also geared towards like more senior product managers, people at bigger companies, people who are growing companies. Um, and so it's just really helped develop our brand at every kind of intersection of our, our company's growth. And another thing is, is that a podcast doesn't have to be forever. So that's something, a learning we've had along the way where, you know, some of these podcasts were like great for where we were at this growth period, but then, you know, one door closes and then another opens. And now like we've just launched a new show called Pipeline, which is geared towards CMOs and CROs and bringing those people literally like two roles that are so important. This is like for Drift, our target audience of sales and marketing leaders, putting them in the same room and having a conversation about the actual tactics that they're using day to day. Like this is the next evolution for us. And so it's just really exciting as a content marketer to see, to have a big hand in that and be able to, you know, we know that this is a target audience for us and be able to develop a show geared towards them and really contribute to no, like no pun intended driving pipeline. For our <laughs> business. It's, it's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very excited to get to talking about pipeline. Cause that's, that's exciting. Um, <laughs> yeah, so are we <laughs> that's so exciting, but, um, but before we do, I, I love, I love a couple of things that you said. One is, um, the riches and the niches. I feel like I should say the riches and the niches too. I know. Just, I, I definitely was like, how, how should I pronounce this right now? <laughs> the, the riches and the niches and the niches, <laughs> right. Um, because it is so important. And, and so is experimenting. Like you, you also said, I think one thing that can be a little bit frightening for people about podcasting or about shows or anything that is a series is like, you're signing up for something forever and ever and ever, every, every Wednesday morning at 9am forever for all eternity. And that's not, that's not true. You can do seasons. You can pull something. You can take a pause. You can cut, bring it back. You can, done that. <laughs> yes, you have very successfully. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, seeking wisdom was one of my first favorite podcasts that I listened to religiously. And, and then it, you know, you sunset it and it comes back and, and it'll come and go and maybe it won't, but 
and it'll be welcomed with open arms if and when you do bring it back because you've done such a good job of the whole who is it for and why are you doing it and mm. when that fades for any reason you're like maybe we need to pause on this for a little bit because our, our why we're doing it or how we're pulling it together needs to take a break and that's okay and I think that that's a really important message for people to hear from a brand as strong as yours and the work that that you are doing that it's okay to take a break you're not signing up for something forever and you can even if the show isn't con- continuing to, to produce net new content you can go back and use it like nothing is stopping yeah. you from using a clip or an entire episode from seeking wisdom from five you know four years ago so you can do that. Yeah. Doing that too. And honestly, if we're not focusing on, you know, shows that we had had been producing for, you know, the last three years, you can rest assured we are, we've just launched pipeline, but we're also like literally tomorrow meeting, um, with a group of people at drift to talk about our next show and setting up another launch plan for that. Um, stay tuned, uh, probably Q1 next year. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always grooving and, you know, trying to try new things. I think with Elizabeth being in a dedicated podcast role, she's experimenting all the time. And it's just so awesome to see what the possibilities are with this channel. And there's so many obviously different audiences and those audiences prefer different things. And because she has dedicated time to focus on this, she can figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hear about that. Let's hear So you're, you're focused on these shows what's, what's a day in life like for you? What, what's, what are the, what's that like for you? What are some of the things you're excited about with the shows that you're working on knowing that we're going to get to pipeline next? Yeah. So I think just to, um, build off of that, one of the first things I did when I came into the role about a month and a half ago, um, was me with all of the podcasts. I'm sorry. It does does feel longer. It probably was, but I was transitioning teams, so there was a little bit of overlap. But one of the first things I did was meet with all the podcast hosts and kind of just do a pulse check on them, like in their eyes, like what was working, what was not. It was a good time to understand some people's bandwidth constraints too, and just looking at that and how can we better better optimize that time. So for example, from that, I've now been working with Katie, our CSM, a lot on building out audiograms and now videograms to create like a more seamless approach at getting those social clips out the door versus trying to pass through three different people and then someone's too busy. So then you're a week late on promotion and by then another episode's coming out. So it's like, what do you promote when? So that's been something that's been um, big is just working on social and different promotion tactics and then also with um what we were talking about before just looking at the format for shows so a lot of people or a lot of hosts have just been you know doing the same thing they've always done and now's kind of the perfect time to relook at everything so for example the american dream podcast um is going to become a more frequent show we've re-identified more guests again by kind of what our audience wants polling our audience um a lot of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and i love what you're talking about because it is it's so much more than we're creating great shows Mm -hmm. right i mean like that's that's huge and in, in so many ways that's that's the hard part you know is pulling together the hosts and all the different ideas and topics and guests and, you know, how are you going to keep it interesting and how are you going to create something that's high quality and engaging and interesting? Once you cross that hurdle, why in the world did you stop there? Right. Why would you not keep going and say, how can we use this? Not just as a podcast, not just as a video, not just, you know, 
mm-hmm. one way, you know, producing, but like, how can we ring it out and use it across other channels? So I love that you're already, you're, you're always thinking about that. You do such a good job there. So, okay. So pipeline. I heard, I don't know, we haven't talked about it at all in this session yet. <laughs> um, I've, I heard that you have a new show called Pipeline. So let's talk about Pipeline. Let, just throw it at me. What's it all about? Who's it for? Why are you doing it? So Pipeline came out of Dave Gerhardt returning to Drift. Dave was the original co-host of Seeking Wisdom, which is this podcast we keep talking about that is just the reason why Drift is so all in on podcasts. So Dave Gerhardt, DG, and Dave Cancel, DC, our CEO, they were the two co-hosts of the show. Dave Gerhardt left Drift, was a CMO for a couple of years, and is now back at Drift. He's a chief brand officer. And his like one of his like, I think is like a couple things he's focused on, really narrow focus. And one of those, when we found out when he was coming back, we we learned it was to launch the pipeline podcast. And Elizabeth and I were like, yes, this is amazing. Cause if you're a content marketer and you focus on podcasts, there's literally no one better to like come back to the company and launch a brand new show than Dave. So we were just like thrilled to initially partner with him, pick his brain about, you know, like what his ideas were, like how we can figure out like who, who the real target audience of the show is. Um, and all the like little pieces that lead into like creating the show and launching it. Um, so kind of like I mentioned earlier, at Drift, our main audience and the people that we sell to are sales and marketing leaders. And so we had podcasts geared towards marketers, a few different ones, actually, like kind of like I mentioned, they've come and gone, whatever. Um, and, but we've never really had a podcast geared towards sales and marketers. And so the idea, the initial idea that Dave presented was, I want to get a CMO and a CRO in a room to talk about the hardest thing that they have to each do, which is drive pipeline, build pipeline, and they have to do it together. It, you know, it starts a lot of fights. There's a lot of finger pointing. He's like, enough is enough. Let's just figure this out. And obviously there are so many companies today that are have figured it out or are figuring it out. And so Dave's idea was to get these two people in the room and actually share the real tactics that they're using to build pipeline for their business. And so Dave is like notoriously famous. He hates small talk. I think like coming, when he came back to drift, we literally just like talk, we just went straight to talking about pipeline. It wasn't like, Hey, how have the last two years been for you? It was just <laughs> down to business. And I love that because I'm so excited about the show. Elizabeth is so excited about the show. So that was great. And we knew that we wanted to build in Dave's personality into our show description and just like get people excited about what they were going to get, which was like the real authentic Dave. He's not going to have these fluffy conversations about I don't know, like what you're like, why you're, why you need to know your CRO's coffee order. And that's the secret to a successful <laughs> Wait, like, that's not the secret. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay. not a CMO yet. Back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's just, it's basically just to have these real conversations, like what we're having right now, where people like interject and interrupt each other and call people, call each other out. And so that's really what Dave is trying to foster here. And in terms of like, the marketing support side, Elizabeth and I are just here to make it all happen. And so like Elizabeth alluded to, Dave and I had quite the brainstorm writing session over Slack, just like back and forth, tweaking each other's work until we got a description that was perfect. And that kind of informed a lot of 
um, the other, you know, creative that we were creating. So um, Elizabeth really would like took that and ran with it and worked with our design team to come up with um, the cover art for the new show. And, you know, the, it also informed, I think, our music choice because like we know what Dave's tastes are. And so like Elizabeth was pulling all these clips for like what our intro and outro music would be. So it was just the list continued from there. Um, I feel like I'm spiraling, but it's just so exciting. There's so there was so much to cover. And yeah, we had a great time. I love it. I love it. So I and I some some of the little nuggets along the way and some of the the background, because I've been a nerd about drift and about you what you all are doing for a long time like longer than I'd like to admit. <laughs> and um, I, I love, let's see, about this time last year, we actually did um, a whole kind of in-depth podcast around um, what HubSpot had done and how they kind of grew and um, and Dave Gerhardt's part of that because he was involved in, in um, podcasting there and like took literally, I think like his actual equipment with him to drift and was like, talking to Dave Cancel and was talking about like trying to just pull like what so many of us as marketers do trying to pull information out of his out of his brain so that he could turn it into content. And then yep. that became a podcast. And that's my story too. I started a job at a company where I was responsible for content and building up the content engine. And I found myself interviewing all these people and was like, why don't we turn it into a podcast? And I think that when you start there and tying that to pipeline is you're talking about like no fluff, all tactics, going directly to two people, the CRO and the CMO who have, have duped it out and figured it out or are figuring it out. And literally you all are the conduit. You're taking that information and you're, you're not trying to be a CMO and a CRO and, and come up with tips and advice out of, out of right. your minds. You're saying like, why don't we go to the experts and harness their minds, harness their brains and their expertise and their experience and just be the conduit and, and be the facilitator of that information out to our audience. And that's how you add value. That's how you add real tangible value. And it's no wonder you're so excited because then you get to also be creative to support that conduit and to, and to be, to be really creative and, and to put on, do what you all do best, which is how do we bring this information to the people in a way that's really engaging and valuable. So yeah. And I think also something that's different about Drift, like because Elizabeth and I had an actual like role and ownership in creating what this show is like Dave's idea hundred percent but he brought us into the fold and we were able to contribute so like I think for us like Elizabeth is coming up with potential guests and she so she's just so involved and me getting to write the description and like have that creative process with Dave like I feel so connected to the show as well so it really it's you know it doesn't I think this has probably been said a hundred times like in all the casted content but it you one person like doesn't launch a podcast on their own it takes so many people and I think Elizabeth and I are like really lucky to not just be the like the doers of the podcast we actually like are also like actively involved in the creative and creation process. I love it. I love it. So tell me your thoughts, Elizabeth. How is, how has it been? I know you're, you're new to this role, to this specific seat. Um, and, and you, you jumped right in it with something really big. So how are you feeling about it? What's it like from your perspective? Yeah. Um, it was definitely exciting to hear about, I'm not gonna lie, a little overwhelming because this was like four weeks in, but um, no better way to learn and really get into the process. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can second everything Molly said. I think when I was talking to Dave, one of the things he said was 
when he was a CMO at Privy previous to this current role, he learned everything by talking to other people and just listening to what they had to say versus reading articles. So really, like what he wants to do is just bring those conversations now to a dedicated space, just like you were talking about. And I think he's such a great interviewer because he's not afraid to press people. So if someone's like kind of vague, like, oh, we like have this one meeting like every two weeks, he's like, well, what's the meeting? Like, what's it called? How long is it? What do you do? And like, it forces people to get things out so that you do learn those tactical takeaways. Um, so that's been cool. And it's awesome to just listen to the podcast and learn his style. Um, and then, yeah, like Molly said, like a true partnership with him. Um, I was going back and forth with him yesterday on like the upcoming schedule. It is our first weekly podcast. So um, there's a lot of logistics behind the scenes, just making sure that stuff's coming out weekly. <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's when Casted's come in great, again, for like the social clips and just um, it, we're also launching it all in a video format, too. So the timing has lined up perfectly with pretty much everything we want to do at the same time, which has been great. <laughs> awesome. So and, and you mentioned one thing there just in passing, we're launching it as video, too. So how how did that come about? What can you tell us about that? So it's it's not just audio, it's audio and video. How? Why? What does that look like? Tell us more. Yeah, video is, as we've said, something Drift's always been very passionate about. And um, at the beginning of this year, all of our podcast hosts did get um, upgraded video equipment, so upgraded microphones and cameras. And they have been producing on video most of the time. But again, it's come up to be like a bandwidth constraint in terms of editing those videos. Mm -hmm. um, so recently, just with some org changes within our team, too, we've had now more bandwidth and we've always wanted to have um, a dedicated YouTube playlist for our podcast as well and so what better show to try that out with than Pipeline with Dave. Um, he's no stranger to video anyways. Um, so yes now we're launching it so it's on casted in the video format as well and then we also have a separate YouTube playlist and we believe really strongly in using video on social. So that's been um, how we do all of our promotion and clips. I love it. Fantastic. Big fan. Like it very much. So <laughs> um, obviously you're excited. I'm, I'm sure that you're not the only ones who are excited about it. What, what are your plans? What's the, what's the vision for, for the show? Oh, man. Well, I think, you know, the end goal is for it to be kind of the number one go-to resource for sales and marketing leaders. Um, I think one of the other things that we haven't touched on with this show is Dave does interview sales and marketing leaders together, but he's also going to be interviewing um, sales leaders of various departments and marketing leaders of various departments. Um, for example, we have one coming up that's all on like social strategy and brand voice. So ideally, this is going to be the place that even if you have a question just related to maybe demand gen or content, you can go find a specific episode and get um, everything you need in an hour of listening to audio while you 
clean your house or whatever it is you do. <laughs> whatever it is you do. One of the beautiful things about podcasting um, and having the option to watch or listen or both. Yes. So, okay. So we're here talking about amplified marketing. I'd be remiss if I didn't say, didn't ask, what are your plans for, we talked a lot about how it came together and how you're creating, how you did create, how are you planning to amplify it? What, what's, what's next for, for all of this amazing content outside of, you know, publishing podcasts and, and video content? Lots, <laughs> a lot of plans. Why um, does that not surprise me? <laughs> so I, I don't even, I don't think I covered this when I was teeing up pod, or pipeline, um, but we did launch the show relatively quickly. I think Dave got, came back to Drift in mid-August and on October 4th, we launched our very first episode, but we did um, kind of, we did a trailer the week before and then before the week before that. So like mid September, we did what I think Dave coined this, but like a pre-trailer trailer where I mentioned he was involved in like picking out the music. And so he made it like he and Elizabeth and Dan, who's on our video team kind of put their heads together. They made this like pre-trailer trailer, which is trailer teaser. Yeah. (laughs) And like, it's Dave just picking out the music. He was like, Oh, this option is good. This option is good. And it's just like, Dave is just so likable like that. And he's like, put stuff on like that on his own on LinkedIn. So it just like made complete sense to us. So our goal is to just like keep that drumbeat going. And our team, I know like we're here to talk about Amplified Marketing. Um, I think our team thinks about it in us like in the same way, but we have a we have a slightly different name for it, just at least on our content marketing team. Um, and we talk about it all the time. We're like getting to be actual space nerds, but we call it solar systeming our content. So at Drift, this is my spiel. <laughs> at Drift, like the center of our like content world is Drift Insider, which is our members only um, content you know experience. There's classes, courses. Um, lots of education, but all the like planets that surround Insider are, you know, like the media. And so for me, blog, podcast, newsletters, but we also have more of our content offers, which is eBooks, reports, webinars. And so like, there's so many other channels that kind of like are in the solar system of Drift. And so our idea is to really just create um, like solar system or content means um, like, so we have like this brand new episode, the first episode of pipeline, we launched it, then we turned it into a blog post already did that check. And we also promoted it in the newsletter. So it's really just like Lindsay, you've said this a lot, bringing the value out of like one piece of content and then refreshing it or reusing it or finding new ways to, you know, reinvent it as, as opposed to like recreating the wheel and being like, oh shoot, we have to create a brand new offer we don't have to create a brand new offer every time. Like that's not the goal of content marketing. We have a limited amount of resources on every team, limited amount of time. Like people like to sleep. Um, so for us, like solar smear content is really just making sure that we are also integrated like across the team. Like there's so many different functions just within marketing so that like our demand gen team knows like, okay, we just put out this report. We're going to mention it in our email copy to customers. We're going to mention it in our email copy to prospects. We're going to mention it in you know newsletters, a webinar, a book, a blog, like all the things under the sun. <laughs> um, um, so that we can just like get the most value out of it. I think that's also one of the benefits of um, working together with Dave on Pipeline is I know the guests that are coming up and the topics they're going to cover. So then I can bring that back to Molly 
Molly can see maybe there's already a blog queued that relates to it, or maybe we know about a book coming out and then we can just tie it all together um, in more neat packages. Yeah, another big one is like events or virtual events. That's something like, so if Dave, if Dave is gonna you know, do a session at our Rev Growth virtual event conference, then we could rerun that as like a podcast offer and then turn that into a blog post turn it into like an exclusive course. Like there's so many different things that you can do. And especially like if you're starting with the audio or video component, and then there's just so many ways you can go and amplify it from there. Yeah. Once you get the transcript, it's really, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's, I love it. And it's, there's, there's so much here to unpack of everything that you just said, because if you're constantly chasing after like all of those different channels essentially and, and formats that you outlined, if you were trying to do net new in every single one, like completely unrelated one, that would be a huge amount of time and energy, and which is an investment. And two, you'd be so disjointed. I mean, like the blog wouldn't relate to the podcast, which wouldn't relate to your videos, which wouldn't relate to your press release, which wouldn't relate to what your so-and-so you know leader was talking about. And there a whole lot more alignment comes out of that, you know, the solar system or amplification of that central piece of content, because it all comes back to the same thing. And so they're in, in and of itself, that means it, it's going to be more aligned. It's going to be more consistent. It's going to be more unified. So, um, yeah. I love and that. I think the idea is like, not everything has to happen at once. Like mm-hmm. if, even if you're not starting with the podcast or like the video recording component, one like a project that you might be working on really like that takes a while is like a a report like we're putting out a report coming up it's called the state of conversational marketing we've done it a few times but we know that that's coming so now we're planning to do like once that comes out we're going to do a couple of blogs on it we're going to do a webinar kind of digging into one specific area we'll have someone on the podcast to talk through like what this specific thing means that like it won't cover the whole entire report because no one wants to read the whole, maybe no one wants to read the whole report, but it will dig into one specific finding or one specific theme or a prediction or something that is actually relevant to that audience. And so there's just so many ways, like you're working so hard to create content and like to make it good as well. So just use the content that you're working so hard on in other channels. This yeah. has been the lesson that we learned. And then that's why our team is now, we've seen the value and like how much it with the, how much it saves our like personal sanity, but also how much it does contribute to the business when we're all like singing from the same songbook or whatever, um, because it just, it really works. And that's why we're all now space nerds and like want to get NASA shirts and hats and yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And you know, it, it is, it's interesting that you said that too, because nothing's none, nothing about this is linear right? It's not always start here and then do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And content isn't consumed or engaged with in that way either. No one is going to be like, okay, it's Monday morning, time to listen to the podcast. And then after that, I'm going to read the blog that they recommend. And then I'm going to download the report that it's related to. Like somebody might stumble upon your report because they went to an event and somebody they sat to sat next to at lunch recommended it. So they downloaded it, didn't have time to read it listen to a blog post or listen to a blog, listen to a podcast, read a blog post that talked about a section of the report said, Oh, I have that went back and read the entire report. Like it's, it's not linear. So why are we trying to one produce it that way? And, or can, you know, assume that people will consume it that way. And so, yeah, it's always about, you know, kind of going back 
to something that you've already created and getting more value out of it by using it in a different way, in a different channel, a different format. And you guys do that so well. Such a good job at it. It's very, very interesting. It's fun to watch. So, um, okay. So tell us about specifically harness the power of, of an expert. Um, you all have been doing that for a long time, internal and ex externally. Um, how, like your hosts are experts, um, your, uh, all of your, the people you bring on to interview as guests are experts. So how, how, how does that work? How has that shown up? Um, not only from the two of you, but everybody else who's involved in the shows that you're producing. I think, um, everyone at Drift really believes strongly in the power of brand and something that's been, uh, preached goes back to kind of what I said with how we've always been interested in video is, um, connecting the personal brand to the company brand. Yes, people may come and go, but by building your personal brand through maybe a podcast or something, you're not only generating your own audience, but you're also, again, putting your face out there as the person behind the product or service that you're, you're working on. And so, I mean, really everyone at Drift kind of wants to be a part of the brand. I feel like we almost sometimes have too many offers out there um, for people who <laughs> want strong to strong be... internal marketing right there. I think like also just like the expert component for, for podcasts. One thing that Drift is really that I learned, I think I learned at Drift when I first started is our founders are really, um, really big fans of Robert Cialdini and his six principles of influence. And one of those principles is the authority principle. And so what better way to like show that you have authority than having the, that expert for whatever given topic on, as I guess, on your show. I don't think a podcast host is expected to know everything about anything. I think they're actually like the best podcast host is someone who's like, like willing to say they don't know. Curious. About, yeah. yeah, they're curious. And so like for us, I think it's just like, it really fits in with our, our just values. I think the principles of influence has just been something um, that is part of our onboarding at Drift, not just for like marketers. It's specific, it's, it's definitely like an important one for marketers to understand when they start at Drift, just because you know, they have everything to do with our jobs. But I think everyone at Drift is introduced to the, the principles of influence in some way in their onboarding or, you know, just like those types of materials. So for us, it, it like, it just makes a lot of sense and it's just like, it, it works obviously. Definitely. And okay. So as we wrap it up before I let you go, um, you call it like solar systeming and we call it amplified marketing. What we've talked a lot about what excites you and what works and how you're all, you know, solar system nerds now, but like, what excites you about like now and into the future? Because you know, we're here today because it, I, and we believe that this is, this is the future of B2B marketing like this. It just makes sense. It's more efficient. It's more effective. Um, it's more aligning. It builds more trust. Um, all of that drives more revenue, but like what, what excites you about, about it in your roles and like within this, this great brand that you're working to build? Um, I think for me, like, I love getting to see how it helps us work together as an actual team. I think like, not just Elizabeth and I, like in our, you know, media team, but it's helping us work and align better with, you know, the people not outside of content marketing and who are on demand gen or in events, like it's helping us like all talk to each other more and get excited about the content that we're working on, because it's not just something like we're doing in a silo, we're involving people, they're involving us. And I think that just like 
when a team is aligned, that always means good things. And I think it just is more fun and just exciting to work on a team like that. So I'm excited like about how like Hasset is helping us do that. Yeah, I just say in addition to the alignment um, and communication aspect, also I think it gives the opportunity for like more like bigger projects and exciting things like that, like more certifications, courses, shows. Selfishly, like I did work on the certifications before this role. And so I've seen kind of how all the content comes together. So now having this amplified marketing perspective, I think there's just like a lot of opportunity to incorporate more, more types of content into one learning hub. Um, so then you can go and get your podcast, your book, your video course all in one place and truly become an expert on whatever topic it is that you want to learn about. Amazing. And that's a great place to leave it because it's inspiring to, to start with that great content that you all are being so bold and creative about pulling together and then thinking about like what else could we do? And the answer is a lot. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for giving us a peek behind the scenes. Thank you for getting us all excited about pipeline too. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm very excited about it. And I know that everybody else is too. That's our show. Thanks so much for listening. To learn more about the fascinating shows that Molly and Elizabeth are creating for us, especially Pipeline, make sure to visit drift.com and check out any of their shows from Operations, Growth, American Dream, and their newest podcast, did I mention Pipeline? To learn more about Casted and how we can help you, visit casted.us and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to be the first to get in on all things amplified marketing, audio and video content, and all things for the future of B2B marketing.